0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the book of the prophet Ezekiel chapter 14. I want to share verse 3 with you, and then let's talk just for a few minutes today about preventing idols in our hearts. Son of man, these leaders have set up idols in their hearts. They have embraced things that will make them fall into sin. Why should I listen to their requests?" So here, friends, the leaders of the people of Judah who are in exile have come to Ezekiel. And they, what it seems that they want to know is they want to know about the fate of the people who are still in Jerusalem. If you remember, this is sort of the, the first wave of exiles. Babylon came and, and they... Uh, threatened attack and Israel, uh, Judah rather, surrendered to them essentially and became what you could say was a vassal state of Babylon. And many, many people are carried off into exile. In particular, the leaders, all of the prominent folks uh, were were taken in into exile. Now, God's instruction to the people who are or left behind there in Jerusalem, is essentially to cooperate with the Babylonians, that this is an act of God's judgment and that they should just carry on living under the rule of Babylon. But the people just continually sin. They continually just rebel against God and, and disregard, disobey His, His word. And because of that, their sin in most the most wicked ways, judgment is actually coming. And apparently they thought that because there were still some righteous people that were left there in Jerusalem, that 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 would prevent God from bringing judgment upon the people. As a matter of fact, and this is a really interesting thing, God said, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were there, only they would be saved. Now, What's pretty interesting is of course we know that that Noah and and job were were known as righteous men, but Daniel would have actually been roughly been a contemporary of Ezekiel and it it seems just kind of interesting background here that Daniel was known at this time of being a righteous man, right and and so, the, the knowledge of his obedience and his faithfulness to God had gotten to to the people and to the point where God could actually refer uh, to could refer to Daniel and the people would know about him it's an interesting aside there but the Lord he uh, points to the idolatry of these leaders the idolatry of their hearts that that they have embraced things that are going to lead them into to sin. That is, they've they've set their hearts on, or they've they've set their passion, their purpose, their trust on things that are are just leading them into sin and away from God. And as we're thinking about applying this to our lives, I think one of the the key questions here is what is it that I've embraced in my life that is leading me into sin or that could lead me into sin I'll give you a, a couple of scriptures to think about in this light uh, first of all from 1st Timothy chapter 6 and this is verse 10 it says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows so this is to set up money, it is to set up wealth as an idol in our hearts. And when we do that, the scripture says here that that would cause us to sin, to wander away to the true faith. We would trust in money instead of God. We would desire money instead of God. We would serve money instead of God. And, and of course, we remember how Jesus talks about this in Matthew chapter 6, where he says, Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. He reminds us here that we can't serve two masters. There is one throne in the human heart, and the Lord the Lord demands that He be upon it, which is only right. He is God. And when we put anything else on the throne of our hearts, we will know destruction and not life it will never lead in a good, into a good place when we set up idols in our hearts. And, and I, I'd like to leave you with, uh, with a thought about the, the Sermon on the Mount. Is this, it seems to me, is a part of what Jesus is getting at when, when he essentially intensifies the law, that, that he, he's pointing out the trajectory of, of our, our hearts. So in chapter five, verse 21 and 22, Jesus says this, "'You have heard that our ancestors were told, "'You must not murder. "'If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. "'But I say, if you are even angry with someone, "'you're subject to judgment. "'If you call someone an idiot, "'you are in danger of being brought before the court. If, "'And if you curse someone, "'you are in danger of the fires of hell.'" Jesus says, don't murder. That's good, <laughs> but, but let's back up from that. What is, what is the process by which someone gets to that place? How does it, how does it start? How does somebody's life give, be given so much over to, to anger and hatred and violence that they would actually kill someone? Well, it starts with letting anger become an idol in the heart, letting anger reside there, letting our resentments be... What drives us, makes us do what we do, consumes our thoughts, our, our emotions, our passion. And so, friends, let's take seriously the Word of the Lord and and ask the Lord, purge anything in my life that has become or is in danger of becoming an idol. Lord, purge from my heart anything that could cause me to sin. Let us Let us seek to have lives where the Lord is is on the throne of our hearts, and He alone. And may it be so, in Christ's holy name, amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.